it was so much fun back then. And I wanted to reconnect with that feeling. The idea was to just launch it as just and just have fun. I could have never expected that it was selected as first product of the day and first product of the week in Product Hunt, uh, being my first uh, product ever. Welcome to Indie Worldwide. We've got with us Fernando Casano, founder of ResumeMaker.online. Welcome, Fernando. How are you doing? Thanks, Anthony. Thanks for having me. I'm doing great. Could you give us a short self-intro? What's your whole deal? What are you building? Yeah, I'm um, a product designer based uh, from Argentina. Now I'm based in, in Sweden. I'm working for uh, working on ResumeMaker.online. It's a resume builder that aims to solve the issue for people that are not very technical, that they need to have a resume right away. They don't want to sign up. They don't want any... Uh, let's say a complex uh, editing features and want to get the resume straight away in just a couple of clicks. And I've been working on this for about four years. Four years. What's the MRR on that after four years? It's, um, I mean, we don't, I, I don't charge a subscription, but mm -hmm. I'm averaging sales about $2,000 per month. Nice. And how long did it take to get to 2000? Did you launch and it's at 2000 right away? Has it been like a long, yeah, it slow was, growth? Uh, it was quite, uh, quite slow growth because the, the project started uh, when I just wanted to try out something new. I was working in Argentina in managing my own web design studio and I just wanted to challenge my, my, my programming skills and wanted to do something on my own instead of focusing on client work. Um, I just wanted to do something for, for fun and mm -hmm. money was never in my mind at that point. So when I launched it, uh, it got such a good reception that that's when I started to think maybe, maybe there's something going on here, but I was, I had no experience at all in building online products. I have no idea, uh, where to start, but uh, I added a donation field to actually mm -hmm. understand how much people would be willing to pay. So. I added a donation form with some fixed prices, and that gave me some guidance. People were paying up to twenty dollars for for resume, uh, something I could ne could never imagine, uh, and that really validated the idea that okay, we can actually uh, do something with this uh, with this product. And Is that how it's monetized? Is through just donations, or do you have uh, do people pay for the resumes, or so like a job board on the back end or something? That was during the first six months. And after that, I realized, okay, let's, let's do something here. Uh, my goal was to offer this for free to help uh, people, especially those who need, a, need to find a new job to get a, a quick access to a free resume. So I want to keep it uh, free, but also I wanted to monetize it. So I, um, mm -hmm. the free version contains a small watermark with a link and users are, um, they have to share a link on social media. Uh, I think it's a fair exchange. They get a resume for free in, in exchange of sharing a uh, social media link to the, to, to the website. And if you want a, a higher quality PDF with no watermarks, uh, users mm -hmm. can pay for the, for the PDF download. How many people are submitting their resume like every month? Well, I just reading read, resume. Uh, yeah, around 25, 30,000 resumes per month. Wow. 
Mm. That, so that's a lot. Are these mostly like students or professionals? Do you see any kind of trends in who's using this? Actually, that's one of the also things. Uh, there's no, I, I don't save any data on, on users when it comes mm. to the, the, the information that they use to, to create the resumes. So I have some information when they sign up for a newsletter. Recently, I introduced a, a newsletter where they can uh, sign up for a yet-to-come remote jobs board uh, that I'm building at the moment. But I don't, I don't have a, a data, a specific data about um, about the so users. It seems but like potentially a much bigger business if you're collecting thirty thousand resumes and you put a an opt-in box that says, "Hey, like." send me jobs, you know they're looking for jobs. Um, $2,000 a month seems like a drop in the bucket compared to like say 30,000, say even like 10% of those are like tech resumes and only and you only focused on like tech recruiting. And any engineer that would be hired, you know, you'd be making five, 10 grand from that. Like Absolutely. there's no way this isn't a $200,000 business if you just change the business model a little bit. This is a this is the next step definitely, and um, I'm a, in a position where for, now I'm I'm living in Sweden based on a on a, on a working work visa, so I cannot mm -hmm. just leave my job. That would mean me going back to Argentina. So my time is quite limited. So, uh, that's that's one of the challenges I'm trying to solve at the moment to to be able to in the near future find more time and uh, take this to the to the next level. Uh, Absolutely, that's that. That is the goal. With a similar sort of business model, do you have a different plan in mind for how you'll you'll monetize? Well, that's the the, the idea to to create a, a job board to have uh, also uh, the, for the newsletter. Newsletter is growing at a rapid pace now. I launched mm -hmm. it in uh, around uh, six months, and I already have twenty five thousand subscribers. So. Wow. That's also something that I'm building on the side for whenever I have actually time to go uh, full time on on resume maker online. So there's we see a huge opportunity here, but now now I guess the question is uh, how are you getting so many people to visit this website? Um, well, how did you launch it, and where's the traffic coming from? I guess this uh, this might be beginner slack because as I said before, I had no prior experience in building products. I was not in the indie product scene at all. And mm -hmm. I just build this for fun. Uh, I was actually burning out of doing client work, and I wanted to go back to the, uh, my early days as a teen. That means just experimenting and trying to figure out how to how to build uh, websites. Uh, it was so much fun back then, and I wanted to reconnect with that feeling. And as I said, this started only as a uh, as, yeah, it's just a fun side project. And yeah. the idea would be to. The idea was to just launch it as just and just have fun and see what what uh, was the reception. I couldn't I could have never expected that it was uh, selected as first product of the day and first product of the week in Product Hunt, uh, being my first uh, product ever. And I think that a snowball into uh, countless websites and tweets about it. Uh, I I don't have time for for marketing properly. So it was mostly uh, uh, thanks to, to Product Hunt. And I think also the, the fact that it was completely free, no ads, no sign up. Mm -hmm. um, 
I think people are more prone to share something that has this, uh, uh, let's say, no no so commercial uh, goal in mind. Um, it's it, I think it really helped to to for for people to spread the word about it. Uh, my only efforts uh, were around uh, SEO. I managed to mm-hmm. to make the website super light, and currently it's uh, uh, it's getting most visitors from from SEO ranking. Uh, in first page for terms like resume maker uh, in, in, in almost all countries. So that, that really helps. Um, I also contacted some some local newspapers, really big newspapers in Argentina, and I got some interviews with them that really mm-hmm. increased the domain authority. And it really worked for me to contact them and tell my story instead of, uh, instead of the product. So that angle really worked for me to get interviews for uh, really prestigious newspapers that I think that really helped to, to build some, as I said before, domain authority. So that's something that I, that I take from, from these efforts. It's, if you want to get some, some interviews, it's more, it's, it can be more, um, yeah, more, more effective if you, if you focus in the, in the story, the person behind the product than the product itself. So um, a mix of these, these efforts and adding this, uh, share to download um, uh, feature also help the help make the world quite consistent. And nowadays, uh, the site is averaging around 100,000 visitors, unique visitors per month. So it's uh, and it keeps growing. So basically, now it's an automatic pilot, but also makes me wonder how how big could it be if I could actually dedicate a uh, full time. Yeah, I definitely want to circle back to how you got the PR, but I'm just looking at Resume Maker um, online, the website, really beautiful website, first off. And um, I, I was curious, though, about the, the share to download feature. So I clicked PD, download PDF, and then it pops up this like um, module to pay for it. But then on the side, it says free download. And then there's like share to unlock the link. And it looks like if I were to share it on Twitter, like the link to your website, somehow I would get uh, to download the PDF for free. So I just opened. Oh, interesting. So I just had to click the button to share it, but I didn't actually have to share it, did I? Uh, see. Just like a suggestion. Would how you... many, um, how often does that button get clicked and then how often do you actually see it getting shared? I actually uh, tried to search for, for resumemaker.online on Twitter uh, from time to time to see how people are sharing it. And it's fine to, some people are really, willing to share it. Um, I guess some of them will delete it. And you can see also some messages like, sorry guys, I needed to share this in order to download the resume. The website didn't didn't allow me to download without sharing it. And they, they make fun of it. But I think it, I mean, I, I don't think it represents uh, uh, so much, but it's, I think it's about all little efforts and the, the sum of them actually make a Make make it make a huge impact, uh, and from time to time I have these huge spikes of traffic, and then I trace yeah. back. Okay, it was this tweet. So I guess it it helps. I'm seeing like three, four, five per day. Just looking at today, yesterday, the day before. Um, so people are definitely sharing it. At least this is just on Twitter. So even without um, enforcing the feature. It is getting shared, although most of the accounts are pretty small. But um, like you said, it, it adds up. And I think those are, like I think tweets are indexed by Google. So again, it should probably help your SEO somewhat. I think it's a, it's a nice hug for those 
that might not have uh, all the whole all time to do proper marketing. You have to be, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, ha hacking a little bit the the marketing side. Yeah. So no co-founder, solo founder, right? Yes. And this was your your first attempt at a product launch, or had you had other products in the past? That was this was my my first, uh, and actually I'm not a I'm not a uh, programmer. I'm, my background is in design. I, I I always say that I that I'm a designer that knows uh, how to code, not not the other way around. So um, for me, it was it was quite tricky to come up with an idea because there there were so many constraints. But mm. uh, that constraints actually helped me to to focus on on creating a simple product. For example, I didn't know how to do how, how to create a, a user management uh, uh, for login, sign up, and then I realized, well, I mean, who actually wants to sign up for creating a resume? A res mm. You're searching for a job. A resume shouldn't take you more than one day. You should focus on searching for a job. So, uh, and so many other uh, resume makers. Uh, force you to sign up before trying out the the, the editing the, the the templates. So it's just it seems like a total waste of time and a way for to differentiate from the comp competition. So uh, these constraints really helped me to to create what I have right now and actually find some strengths. And it gave me also focus to cut features that I was adding only because um, it was it was cool. Okay, I accomplished to yeah. create all these different set of templates. And when mm -hmm. I tested out with users, I actually realized that they were actually paralyzed trying to decide what templates. We have to assume that people might not uh, understand much about design. So why should mm. why should I pretend that they will understand which template to choose? It's just something that they they might not be so interested about. Instead, just give me the template that's going to work for most cases, and let me just get this done and start searching for a job. So. These constraints really, really help, and um, I think now looking retrospectively, it was it was a, li a little bit like a like a blessing that my coding skills were not so so strong by then. Nowadays, uh, I I feel much more comfortable, but with this in mind, I uh, I think um, yeah, in the future I could be able to to take this into account and not build things only because it feels good yeah. for for your own. Ego. Your your lack of skill provided a constraint. You ended up with simplicity as a feature. Um, and I think this is a, we see this kind of anti-pattern a lot where it's like, I just want to try the thing out. In order to try the thing out, I have to jump through like four different hoops and get on a phone call. And when it doesn't make sense, you know, everybody wants so much information from you up front, but uh, very overused phrase, right? Like lead with value. But in this case, I think it actually is Exactly. Also, I'm relevant. not having... Not having money in, in inside, I was only trying to build a, a product that could help people, right? And monetization uh, came later. I'm not really sure if this is the, the strategy or not. I'm just saying that what it worked for me, being humble about, let's just build a product. Uh, I was not thinking of making money and that actually helped me to to finish the product, not, not thinking about too much things and mm -hmm. be able to ship, which is the most important thing. After that, I uh, all these things uh, and getting the validation from product hunt and from the donations, yeah. then it's when I could actually shift into okay, let's let's try to make some money out of, out of this. Well, I want to circle back real quick to the getting into publications. That how did you end up in the newspaper in Argentina or anywhere else? Uh, yeah, 
Um, yeah. I directly contacted the, the journalist based on similar mm -hmm. uh, stories that I could find. Uh, I actually uh, sent, I, I probably sent like 10. I got two big newspapers to feature my, uh, my, my story. So I should probably do it uh, more because it really worked. Uh, I guess it was also good timing because in Argentina, the economic situation was not very good. And I was mm -hmm. um, telling the story how I actually could move from Argentina, especially during the pandemic and mm -hmm. uh, um, how I was trying to, let's say, build a product that could be helpful for uh, Argentinians in that in that moment. So everything was quite aligned. Do you, in order to do you remember what the headline was for those? Articles. Uh, uh, I think it was something like Argentina uh, escapes or moves to Estonia and uh, creates a resume maker, free resume maker, something like that. So the highlight was nice. not so much on my product, but uh, it's mostly like um, uh, he escaped, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> how did you How did you find um, the reporters? So you just like went on the newspaper website and looked yeah. in the mm -hmm. like tech section or something or lifestyle. Yeah, I typically go and read the news, especially now being uh, um, not being in Argentina. I want to be in touch mm -hmm. somehow. So I was always browsing, and I I search. Um, I found a, a article about a guy that moved to Estonia, and I mm -hmm. it was it was a story about a YouTuber that uh, was in Estonia. I said, okay, let's let's contact the journalist. Uh, this is something that may he might be interested. Um, and yeah, he reached back to me. We had a quick call, and uh, he published this uh, uh, this interview in the newspaper uh, on Instagram. Uh, tagged me, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, and it was uh, it was huge actually. All right, so we've got ResumeMaker.online, Fernando escaped Argentina. Um, you've built this mostly through SEO, through a product hunt launch, and um, through sounds like some word of mouth and some social sharing, $2,000 MRR, but it seems like a much bigger opportunity because you've got up to 30,000 people a month submitting your resume. Um, you can create a job board behind that. What are your goals for this year? Well, the goals are mixed between professional and personal goals. Uh, as I said before, I moved to Sweden uh, here living with, with my girlfriend, but since I mm -hmm. don't have uh, an European passport, I need to work for a company. So that really uh, puts some some strength when it comes to finding time for working on my personal pro personal projects, my full time job, mm -hmm. managing my my relationships, my free just free time doing sports stuff like that. So there's not much time at all to focus on it. The goal is to find a way to go back to to find a routine that can uh, yeah. allow me to put some time on it. I, I see a lot of potential, but um, that that is something that. My situation is a little bit special in this regard because moving to Sweden, it's uh, it's uh, it's mixed with the personal uh, goals of mine. But uh, I could easily work in Estonia and other countries that offer uh, entrepreneurship visas. So mm -hmm. something that many people focus when when they want to be in the hackers is about being in control of your time and choose where when when to work and what to do. But nowadays, there's so many opportunities about where to live to. I mean, uh, yeah. we all, of course, have the no, the uh, this nomadic way of living. But to be honest, that's not sustainable. Living three months here, three months there, 
uh, that's not really sustainable but you could choose not only when to work but where to work uh, in Estonia they have uh, entrepreneurship visa you can apply for your with your idea and you get a you get a visa to work to work in Europe Portugal is doing a lot of these things so um, this is as I said before uh, um, mixed with my personal personal goals and why I moved to Sweden but mm. in the future would be to find the, the way to uh, establish myself here with my my business apply for a visa it's a more complex problem but uh, something that I that I want to highlight is that um, there's ways of uh, not only getting financial freedom but also uh, being able to choose whenever you whenever you want to leave thanks to your 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 product yeah. that's uh, that's something that I don't see that is being highlighted so much and I think it's 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 amazing nowadays so many it's countries offering these type of pieces. Potentially, you know, like I was living in Mexico for a lot of the last couple of years. Um, cost of living is way lower. <laughs> Burn exactly. is way longer. But it sounds like if you're going to make this work, especially if you're going to do it this year, it would require a fairly radical shift, right? Because you've said, okay, I'm going to be in Sweden. I like, I want this um, visa. So either, you know, give up on Sweden, move to Estonia, or figure out a way to reduce your work hours without leaving Sweden, like maybe a different job or just like cut down your hours somehow, get it done in a couple hours, give up on sleeping. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, um, that's Or the, maybe some sacrifices needs to be made. Yeah. Or maybe you have to find a co-founder, you know, bring on a partner and get yeah. somebody to do some of these things that you know will work, but don't have the time for you bring to the table. 30,000 resumes a month they bring to the table creating a job board something like that um, yeah absolutely that's that's the that's yeah. the goal I'm thinking that uh, since I just moved here in January I'm still trying to uh, I mean today I went to get my ID card so everything's new mm. so I'm expecting that in a couple of months things are gonna get uh, calmer being able to set up some some routines and um, uh, the life quality, the life um, work balance here, it's it's quite quite good from what I heard. Mm -hmm. Let's see, let's see how that turns out. But that's uh, that's the goal. I feel like I'm that I cannot breathe by not being having all yeah. the time to work on my product. Uh, I'm not really used to this, but that's the that's definitely the goal. I guess you bring in um, a indie hacker work ethic to a European. Um, work-life balance and you have time for probably two or three jobs right <laughs> <laughs> I mean it's uh it's three guy also you know, choose the the country that is you know one of the most expensive countries to go for mm. financial freedom and I mean all these numbers two thousand dollars here in Sweden are nothing uh, if I would have stayed in Argentina I could have lived out of this and do nothing at all besides uh, resume maker at least thinking about that it gives me some some peace of mind that I accomplish the the indie indie dream but well not really uh, yeah but we'll go to for the european where. version of that <laughs> yeah well that's good you know you have a fallback potentially that must provide some kind of like psychological security yeah, you know you can good. always make do somewhere mm -hmm. um can i ask how old are you today i'm 36 36 and do you have any advice for Indie hackers, a brand new founder, trying to figure things out. I would say there's there's no no excuse not to try it out, even if you don't have any technical skills. Like, uh, 
I had in the past. Uh, there's so many no-code tools that you can uh, leverage, and uh, the community, but the community that that you have, uh, it's it's actually so important. For my from my side, it was I was really lucky that Product Hunt uh, uh, worked for me. Otherwise, I would have hmm. just uh, would have left the the product there because I don't have I didn't have any 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 friends that were doing this, and I was not part of any community. So I would say. Uh, start uh, building in public right away. Gather, uh, yeah, be around uh, in the in the hackers that could uh, provide feedback and help you spread the word. Because uh, you could maybe create something that is great, and you just don't know how to how to share it with um, who to share with. And this could be uh, yeah, this could have easily happened to me. And uh, as I said before, just go there. Uh, Try it, fail, and uh, but always building in, in public. It's it's yeah, it's it's a, the best advice that that I could think of. 